the the Facebook Live episode number 17. Guys, I haven't done this in a while. Um, and yeah, like I've just been under the pump. So I unfortunately haven't been able to uh, get to these um, as quickly. These um, Facebook Live, just quickly while I remember, uh, it also goes up in our podcast. So if you're wondering what exactly um, like happens to these videos, they at times get shared up on YouTube and also they always get shared up on our podcast. So they're part of the podcast show, which I actually have a point to talk about as well. Um, so if you're wondering, you can I'll put a link in the description to the to SoundCloud. But if I forget to do that after the video, just go over to omegadigital.com.au and you'll see in the top right hand corner there's like a little cloud icon that's SoundCloud and I would appreciate it if you would subscribe to um, our SoundCloud so I'm trying to think of ways to, to, to really improve the podcast um, to make it about a variety of different topics um, that all matter in business and one of the big topics that seems to get a lot of traction on our on our podcast is the anxiety talking about anxiety talking about how much it plays a detrimental role in our lives my experience my story um, and like people have people have honestly have um, really come to it and, and, and provided some amazing feedback around it so look I, I appreciate it if you would subscribe Guys, if you haven't subscribed to the um, small business group that I have on Facebook, please do that ASAP. If you don't, you're going to hurt my feelings. Um, basically, this group is for for like businesses to come and ask questions, and you know it's it's a good opportunity that if you got a website, that if you um, you know, run a business, you have a website, you want to learn more about online marketing, then why not, um, you know, have an option to, to talk with us and exchange um, ideas and questions and things like that. So it'd be great if you would join the small business group that I have. Second thing is I've started a online marketing group called the Omega Digital Marketers Group. And what I've done is based on the Strangers into Friends initiative, if you remember that, um, for those who don't or join us late, it's basically an initiative that I started to um, basically build new partnerships. And I have 1,200 people on my LinkedIn and probably 5% of them I actually know and even less than that, people that not just I know but they're actually regular um, sort of uh, friendships, people that I talk to regularly. So I'm trying to improve that number and try to, and, and basically just email out to 100 people. And so out of that group, the people that I've had meetings with and people that I already know um, from a range of different backgrounds, so like email marketing, um, you know, more another SEO and conversion optimization specialist, B2B social selling. So we st we've actually started a group on um, uh, meeting up once hopefully every quarter and I've started that and the first meeting will be on August the 2nd at 
8 a.m. in the morning over in Surrey Hills. So I'm going to actually probably talk about that meeting more after, whether it's worth continuing. I think that there's a place and for us um, to sort of expand um, the group to where, you know, they come on our podcast and we start answering questions for businesses and building it up that way. Um, I think that it's... I, I think it's important that having networks are very, very important, but also I want to actually start revolutionizing ways and ideas on how to improve the um, uh, the network. Like what can we do that no other network is doing? And so I really want them to be fundamentally part of my podcast as well and to answer your questions as well because, I mean, I'm really doing this for for you know you guys um so yeah so and I'll, I'll do a post about that in in the coming weeks um one of the big stories that i've produced this month with our social media has been a story that i told that one and a half months ago i essentially um one and a half months ago the one and a half years ago I was working with my longest ever serving client and I came to the, and we lost a lot of traffic very, very quickly. And I, I went through a pretty bad time in my career because I was actually second guessing myself and whether, you know, I had what it take to turn around because I was very, very, very close to the campaign. I was very sort of involved with the client. You know, it was, it was basically personal and essentially to be able to um, you know, to to have the the, the 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 what the motivation and the commitment when I felt so low and that I started second guess whether I would be the right person to get this client out of a slump because we practically have uh, family friends we've been working together for over seven years and I thought maybe I was just a little bit too close to the campaign and at the same time I was jumbling a lot of different things I was looking over a lot of different things. You know, I was looking at the paid advertising, social media, emails, and just like looking over the business, all facets of online marketing rather than my specific expertise, which is search engine optimization. And so I was sort of overseeing everything. And in that time, I believe, I don't know for sure, but I believe uh, I didn't see certain things happen. And obviously um, the campaign dropped and lost significant amounts of traffic. I'm talking like, less than half of what we're getting right now. And I was just ready to, I told the client, look, I don't, maybe I'm too close. I've never worked with a client that's pretty much 70 to 80% of my career uh, I've been working with. And so maybe get to the point where, you know, clients need to sort of, um, you know, switch over and, and maybe need like a second opinion. And what my client said to me was absolutely amazing. He said, no, Andrew, you are going to go back to SEO only to do this, what you are essentially paid to do but we're not you're not going anywhere we believe in you and we want you to turn this ship around and we, we believe that not working with you would be an absolute mistake to stop working with you now and it's sort of because i've told the story so many times when i first thought i was quite emotional um and you know it a little bit emotional, but back when I first mentioned it, 
um, last uh, this week, I was very emotional. Um, and I actually, and I got an email about three months ago, and I didn't really talk about it because I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to talk about this, this um, it's sort of a little bit per like really personal, right? Really involved, really business uh, information that I somewhat kept confidential. But three months ago, I got an email saying that we've turned it around and that we knew you would, Andrew. But this is like a year after and the hard work, sweat, tears, sort of just the focus, the stress that I had for, for three to five months after the big drop happened. Um, and that, you know, the client backing me to get out of this mess and to actually do that and to get an email to say you've done that and the numbers are looking great. And it's, look, you know, the reason that I'm happy that we got out of it is that there's, a, there's like a battle scar in me now where it's always a, a reminder that it can happen again at any time. So we have to keep it, we have to be on guard. We have to, we have to take away in this moment that in, in online marketing, you can't take nothing for granted. And in this particular space and in industry, it's, it's aggressive. It's the jewelry industry. It's aggressive, like, like nothing. And there's competitors like millions of dollars, million dollar companies, multi-million dollar companies, global companies that are just on our back and on our back. They want to steal your lunch. And to bring back the traffic back to where it needed to be, um, pretty much I want, I actually had a goal for last year at the end of this year to be up to a certain number. And we're only like a few thousand off that number. And it's, it's only July or well, probably pretty much August now. But um, so it's amazing to actually be so close to reaching this goal where last year, you know, it was still sort of like at the time when we set the goal, it was still things were looking good, but we weren't really sure, especially over the Christmas period. But then come May, I get that email from the client and um, uh, things have changed enough to the point where he's happy to see the growth curve back up and consistent. Because you have to implement all these strategies again. And I'm also emotional that I was able to pull back what we lost now. Um, but it's a reminder that you can't take anything for granted at all, like nothing. So, um, yeah, I think that was fantastic. Guys, I put up on Facebook um, a note to myself, 40-year-old self, and what difference am I going to make in the world? Um, and, yeah. So, you know, on Facebook, if you write the message, it basically will come to you and say, like, in 10 years' time, you wrote this. And I wrote, you know, what difference have I made to the world? Um, how have I made the world a better place? What new partnerships have I built? What does my family think about me? What does my pastor think, think about me? What does my friends think about me? What do my colleagues think about me? What do my son? Like, he's my family, but... Even specifically, like like what what's life going to look like in ten years' time, and so and a reminder that life has just started to get to work. So it's a good it was a good thing to put that live so everyone realised that how much time there is and that forty really isn't a scary number. You can start life and kick into it with what you love doing at forty, and it's still not too late. It's a good chance you're going to live to eighty, so you've still got another forty years to kick it. So. Um, you know, 
for me, like 30, I just turned 30 last September and I just, looking back over the last 20 years, and last 20 years, the last 10 years of my 20s, and I'm pretty happy of where it's come. Um, I learned a lot in that time. There's a lot of challenges. The anxiety being probably the biggest that comes to mind. Um, I learned to live on my own. So a lot of social, economic, financial, uh, spiritual, emotional sort of um, revolutions happened in my 20s. And I'm thinking now, well, you know what? Now I'm 30. Um, the 20s was rough, it was rocky, but now the 20s had laid the foundation for me for the next 10 years. There's no more, there's no excuses. And I think that's just a great way to look at life. I do anyway. Um, so the, my last my last decade was rough, and but that doesn't. I mean, I, I want like the harder you work and the more you want to accomplish, you're going to make your life hard. I'm not scared of making my life hard, um, but now I feel like I'm mature enough. I understand the world enough, and there's still so much to learn. Ridiculous. There's always more to learn than what you already know. But I feel like I'm in a much better mindset to take on. Um, and to really push the business where it needs to be because essentially the first, um, you remember in my six-year journey, if you haven't read it, go to Mega Digital, search up six-year journey, there's an article pop up where I talk about the first three years pretty pretty much suffering with anxiety. So now it's no, it's all it's all guns blazing. It's 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 one gear, it's go. So now there's no more there's no more bullshit excuses. There's no more reasons. I laid the foundation in my twenties. I. I I got married in my 20s. Um, so everything is done, you know, like the first property, everything sort of taken care of in my 20s. And considering how far we've come with my wife and I, um, I think I think it's, um, it's it's a really good place to be. So it's a reminder to everyone out there that if you're, if you're 30 or under, there's a, there's a message in there saying you got so much, lay the foundation in your life, have patience, you've got plenty of life to live, get everything in order. I think the best thing I did in my 20s, unknowingly, unknowingly, was I got everything ready for my 30s. I didn't know, but here's the message for everyone that's out there that's under 30. Get your ducks in a row. So you've got plenty of time. So do what you've got to do. So for the next 10 years, you're worried about... I, I kind of always wanted my in my, my late 20s you know, I really want to start focusing on these two or three things. I don't want to have any more problems, outside problems and this and that and all this. I call them distractions, really, apart from the goal. What's the goal? So I think that if you're under 30, that's the way I would be. And if you're over 30, you know, and you're in your 30s, mid to late 30s, then the good thing, is, I think, is 40 is the new 30. So, like, get to work. Don't waste any more time. you got one life. Try to figure out what it is that you want to do. I'm very passionate about that. Um, also, I, I've been actually, um, I put up a, um, a post on LinkedIn and on Twitter, um, and I think I put it up on Facebook, that I want to start interviewing startups, execs, CEOs. Actually, I pretty much want to interview even anybody. Right now, anybody. If you're a student, you don't know what you want to do in life. Um, if you're young, if you sort of just left school, you don't know what you're going to do. 
I'll interview you. I'll have a conversation with you, 20 to 30 minute conversation on the podcast. Um, either do Google Hangouts, we'll get it recorded live and I'll post it up and hopefully I can help you. I think laying the foundation in my 20s, I think I've got a lot to offer in that, in that area. Um, build a lot of great content. Um, whereas if I'm going to start interviewing business people, managers, executives, I want it to be the show more about um, running a business, running a startup, um, you know, how it is running a team, um, how you cope with the stress of a growing business. Um, and if, if it, so we're going to probably talk, interview different people and, and ask different questions. But I don't like the word interview as much. I like the word just discussion, like have an agenda, a rough agenda. And you know what? If 10 minutes, we've got nothing else to say, then it's a 10-minute podcast. Um, with me, I can usually f- keep the conversation flowing, but sometimes I can't. So if, if the conversation's run out, it's run out. It's run its course, it's run its course. I think that there's always something to say, and people love biographies. I love biographies. I used to watch it with my mum on Foxdale. I used to watch the biography channel with mum on Foxdale. Um, and it's very interesting to, to, to hear people's perspective. So depending on who we interview or who we have a discussion with, we'll lay the agenda. But it's either going to be business, startup, business life, um, about that person, about their career, their job. Um, and I want to somehow tie, if I can, excluding the students, of course, but tie the marketing perspective. What does marketing look like in 2018? So if we get someone in real estate, what does marketing look like um, for someone in, 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 in real estate to... To understand what does what does marketing mean for them and have that conversation, I think I can go on for four hours about that conversation. I love business, I love marketing, I love people. So the conversation will flow. It'll be easy. It'll be entertaining, and I think you've got nothing to lose to listen to that. So there'll be more information, and if you if you're keen on getting interviewed or want to interview, like like comment someone in on this post um, or DM me your details, and hopefully we can you know set something up. The other day, I was told on my phone, oh, on my phone, oh yeah, over the phone, when I was speaking to one of my clients' executives, that, Andrew, you love your job. Now, what we were talking about, essentially, was content, the importance of content. What does content mean in 2018? How can we produce quality content? And I basically just went on this massive rant. I feel like this rant was coming, right? And... She wanted to know about this sort of, um, if you go on to uh, larsonjewelry.com.au, we've released a section called um, what kind of, uh, what type of engagement ring are you, or something along the lines for predominantly, I think, females to, to, to fill it in, like if you're a guy, you wear engagement rings, whatever. Um, so you go there, you fill the questions in, and you see sort of the, the engagement ring that may be suitable for you. Um, and we're just encouraging that. So we're talking about sort of content that people are going to interact with, you know, uh, like and share and all the rest of it. And I just went on this massive rant, right? And she's turned around and said, Andrew, you love your job. And you know what? I was happy when I heard that. It's real life, man. Um, when people can feel your energy, your passion, that's why I, I'm obsessed with helping people find something that they love. Because it's the energy is natural. You want to come into work. You, you have like it's just so much easier to come to work when 
you love what you do. And, you know, I, I was talking about like content is everything today in 2018 in business and in marketing. Absolutely everything. And just because you're writing something, you, you, you're doing a video, people don't have to listen to you. It's not just creating content. It's creating meaningful content that gets clicked on, shared, liked. Changes, even if it changes one person, that's fine. It isn't necessarily the amount, but you want it to be able to not just be, not just talking, and just because you're talking, someone has to listen to you. No, uh, that's not how it goes down. But you know, it's so good. This happened this week, and it was absolutely amazing. And I thought it was fantastic. Um, and yeah, like I thought it was really awesome. So hopefully, um, you know, I can help people. Um, you know, find what they love doing. So if it's something, you know, you know, I talked about it a lot. I think I don't even have to go back on it. But I think when you when you enjoy what you're doing and the energy is flowing and you're expressing yourself and you're contributing and things are progressing, um, life is just so much better. And on that note, I'm going to leave it at that. Thanks a lot, guys. It's been a pleasure. Um, I bought a Mac Book Pro, so I'm still loading the, the Apple after my Windows 10 SSD laptop died, the SSD hard drive. So, guys, if you've got um, any questions, please DM anyone that's interested in the podcast. If you've got any questions about this, comment below. Um, and if you would like it, share it and subscribe. It's probably going to go on YouTube as well. I'll definitely appreciate it. And, guys, I look forward to speaking with you in the next video. Bye-bye for now.